Hi guys and welcome along to a new show. Um, bit of a treat today. Postman turned up. And guess what I got? Which I'm opening now. My Pixelator. So this is an unboxing of the Pixelator. And I'll also go through how it works, I guess, if I can work it out. Yeah, so... I. I see um, Thailand last week, Hamish was saying that they were starting to scissors over there, starting to send them out. So um mine arrived today. And right, let's see. Right, it comes in a nice little box with a picture of the pixelator on it. Which I guess oh and then on the back, it's got it shows all the configurations for 4x5, 35mm, 120. Um, what's actually in the box, and how it works. Yeah, um, now have a quick, quick look and try not to use or lose any of the bits. Okay, so it comes with a instruction book, which we probably won't read. Um, as you know, this has been ongoing for about two years now, and Hamish has had nothing but problems actually getting it actually to this stage and to um, put out. So it's good to finally get one in my hands. So, yeah, so... So basically, it's it's like a little picture frame that's, I guess, well, at least five by four. Comes with, um, which is all black. Comes with a diffuser, which I might not actually need to use that because I've got my, let's see, so the diffuser clips onto the back somehow. Mm, I don't know. Yes, possibly. Oh, yeah. I see. Oh, yeah, it just slots in. It's got like these little T cutouts on it, and it just sits in. Now, I'm not sure whether I actually need to use mine or not because my light book box diffuses stuff anyway. And then inside the box, so the second level down, there's one, two, three, three sort of gaty bits that go with it to hold down. Depending on what, what um, film size you're using, and a couple of legs. Oh yeah, it's got like a couple of little legs on there as well. This is all first look without actually um, looking at the instruction book. Yeah, so the legs sort of slot into a couple of little slots on the back. So, yeah, it will stand up. So I guess that's if you're going to use it with direct light, sunlight or something. I mean, obviously I'm going to just lay mine on my light box. Uh, seems to be pretty well constructed. Ooh. Which, like I say, with all the problems Hamish had getting it to to market, is... Well, the diffuser's quite, quite diffusing. And whatnot. Anyway, so 
that's all the bits in the box. Not a great deal, but all the bits you need to be able to do um, DSLR scanning with. So what I'm going to do now is going to set up my um, DSLR camera and get some negs and give this a go, see what happens. So I'll be back in a bit. Right, I'm back. Right, so I've got my DSLR set up with my light box. And let's open up the pixelator. This probably sounds a bit strange. Better to have a video of this thing. Right, let's see what we need to do. 35 mil. So, gate one and gate two. Gate five. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, gate one, two, and gate four, which I think is how it's actually set up. So, let's grab a. What have we got? Let's do something 35mm. That's a lot, one looks like. You can't beat the demonstration. So how do we do it? Insert. Oh. Right. Okay. Sorry, I was reading stuff. So film goes in like so, and then you actually do need your. Um, little back because then that actually holds it in place oh, I see turn the camera back up and try to get in focus Just setting up the macro lens camera. And then trying to get it. 
fairly straight. Okay, that's that. Right, get some settings. So I normally shoot at f8. Oh, I just noticed. I'm on 3200. That was from when I was out the other night shooting for the Neowise Comet. So we're down. Right, let's take a shot. Too dark. All my settings have changed. You can probably hear it clicking away and it's totally overexposed. Right, F8. That's giving me 125th. No, that's way dark. better. So the six at F eight. Well that looks fine. Because uh, normally I would do this on um well my light box is flickering. I would normally do this on um, the carriers for the that come with the Epsom, so like a 120 carrier, and also a that looks right. Same's a bit overexposed. I've totally lost all my settings. like a decent nick okay so yeah that works fine with the um with 35 mil now i just need to find a a 120 and put that in and see how we go with that right i'll be back in a sec right after a bit of fiddling about i've um finally got the 120 in the fiddling about was my fault because I don't know what's going on with my digital camera. But anyway, so the 120 only uses two gates, um, gate four and gate three. And I'm shooting a six by nine. Um, yeah, a six by nine image. So let's see what this does. Uh, long exposures, well, overexposed. Uh, really having trouble with my actual camera because I changed settings on it. 
the other week. Like I say, for shooting Neo-wise. And uh, seems to have gone right out the window. That's going to be too dark. So is that. 30th. That's better. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so just with this quick little tryout of the Pixelator, it seems to work fine. Um, so basically, let me turn my light box off and get up off the floor. Not trying to make too much noise. Uh, oh, getting too old for this. Yeah, so basically, so yeah, so basically, what you've got is it's it's tiny, it's sort of I don't know, a not quite a five, not quite a six. Um, if I had a rule, I could measure it, but I haven't. It's about for me, it's thumb to forefinger spread. But like I say, it takes 5x4, 35mm, and 120 And, yeah, it fits. I think you do need the actual um, diffuser on the back because that helps to actually hold the film in flat against the actual um, gates. And the gates just drop in and out. Let me just pull this apart. So... The the diffuser just snaps off, just pulls off. It's not really snappy, and then you can just push the push or pull the gates out. So you get it's like a picture frame for five by four. Then just slide the gates back in as and where you need them for which particular um, size you're doing. But it all seems it seems pretty good quality and. Much easier than actually messing about with the um, neck holders from a scanner. So yeah, um, well done Hamish. Finally getting it out and the product looks to be pretty good. Uh, I've not got any other film at the moment so I'm using old stuff from... I've already scanned but I'm liking the way it works. Say the diffuser holds on with like there's seven like little T T brackets. I'll um, put some pictures up on the Instagram account, and you can see exactly what it looks like. But yeah, I'm extremely happy with it, and I'm glad I backed it. I'm glad it finally has seen the light of day. So. That's a quick review of the Pixelator. And... Yeah, so, okay. So, not reading the instructions properly. And not being a typical bloke. When you've got the gates in for the A... Oh, sorry, not A. So, when you've got the gates in for 35mm, there is another little gate... 
that slots in to actually block out the light from one side of the pixelator so you can actually segment off a frame at a time and the same for the um, 110 it's got a, a bracket a bracket I don't know, what, would, what would you call it a bracket I guess so that slots in to do the I have gate four and three. Oh, I see. So that's hmm. all these gates are different. I guess they're numbered. Yeah. Uh, yes, they are. So is yeah. So basically, you've got another separator to separate the frame each frame for the 120 as well so it blocks the light coming in on that particular one particular side and I think I think it will take a bit of getting used to knowing which gate goes with what I mean it is in the instruction book booklet but once you've um, you've done it a few times I'm pretty sure I'll get used to it and then you can just move the film through as well what is it saying? No, it is mumble, mumble, mumble. I oh, say so it says you should lift the frames when you're actually moving the sliding the film through because you can damage the film. So I guess you can end up scratching it. Oh, bits. But yeah, that's all the uh, interconnecting. That's pretty good. I'm quite impressed with it. Like I say, I've only done a couple of little bits and bobs. But you can, can you? You can actually fit all the horizontal um, gates into the actual pixelator. So if you didn't want to leave them in the box. And I've also, I've also seen now that I've read the instructions that... The idea of the legs is that you can actually shine a light at the back of the pixelator. So um, if you haven't got a light box that you can lay down flat or a copy stand, then you can stand it up and just shine a, a light through the back. I don't know how much um, the light will affect. I mean, on black and white, I'm guessing it's not going to affect it at all, but... On colour, if you haven't got a daylight balanced bulb, I would imagine that that could make the colours. You get a slight colour shift if you if you do that. But that's something for another day. I'm not really into digitalising um, colour film because I have a problem with actually getting it back together. That's all the different gates so yeah it comes with one two one two three four horizontal ones and two vertical ones for breaking up and then two legs the actual frame and the diffuser sliding about all over the chair but yeah i'm quite impressed with it for its 
first start with it. So, yeah, if you're interested, let me just see. Yeah, like I say, this is um, part of a Kickstarter. Lose me nicks. Um, yeah, this was part of a Kickstarter, but I think Hamish is also selling them. Um, and if you're interested, just go to pixel-later.com. So that's P-I-X-L-L-A-T-R.com. And I guess that's where you can pick them up from. Buy one. Um, they're, I think, I'm not sure how much Hamish is actually selling them for. I know on the Kickstarter they were obviously at a lower price, but they're a good alternative to something like the, is it, oh, I don't know what we call the negative lab, the big aluminium thing that's like two or three hundred quid. Um, yeah, much easier for me to actually use this and cheaper than using that or using my um, neck holders for my scanner. So, yeah, I look forward to using this a lot more. And, I mean, I'm I'm more into the digital scanning now of um, doing my necks now anyway because it's just so much easier. Um, because, like I've said before, I've got a crap scanner. So, doing it by the digital camera, even though it's only a APS-C. It gets the pictures that I want, and, you know, they're, even, they're good enough to print because I've printed up to A4 size on some of these prints that I've actually scanned. So I know that they um, it works. It's just a matter of getting it set up each time. Uh, it would be nice to have it set up all the time, but that's just not practical. Um... I will probably at some point invest in a copy stand to actually help out as well, which would mean a little bit less time actually setting the thing up because I have to set it up in my living room. And that makes it a bit awkward. But yeah, like I say, if you're interested, pop along to the site. And yeah, so that was a review of the Pixelator. Also had something else come through the post today, more photographic stuff, um, and it was something that I wasn't actually expecting because, as far as I was aware, I had nothing out on order. But it turned out to be a zine from Ian Barnaby Nutt. Now, back when the lockdown started, um, as a lot of you are aware, Ian lives over in Ireland, and um, Ireland's lockdown was slightly different to what was going on here in the UK. And basically his idea was that they were permitted to move about but only within uh, two kilometres of where they lived. And Ian had the unusual idea of actually going out and shooting along the roads um, in a I think it worked out to sort of 12 kilometer square um, radius that he had. It was um, area that he had within this two kilometer radius. So he went out and um, basically shot the roads where he lived at the two kilometer point. So sort of 
outside the exclusion zone or just just inside the exclusion zone and um yeah he sent me along a copy with a nice print and a nice handwritten note um obviously he heard me speaking about not being well so he sent me along uh his latest scene which is called breathing space um and yeah it's quite interesting because like he says in the introduction to it it was just a case of going out to to the two kilometre point and photographing basically whatever was there. And obviously some of the images were quite bare and some of them weren't. And it's it's a quite I think it's I don't know, let me just count up. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, seven, twenty-eight. It's twenty-eight pages of um, images that he shot, and I guess he got it done at Mixum, um, and it's on a, a silk paper, quite nice. And all the images were shot on his Mamiya C uh, three three zero. So obviously they're a six by six square. Um, yeah, all in black and white. But it's uh, what I like. I mean, the images, the images are really nice, um, printed up quite well. But what I like about it is the some of the images, the actual starkness of it. Um, obviously, Ian must live out in the countryside because there's not too many people to see in any of them. But then again, with the COVID lockdown, I guess you wouldn't have. Um, wouldn't have been too many people out out and about but yeah they do interest me they are interesting and obviously because it's Ireland there's always the odd um, sort of Jesus and the Madonna type um, statues which will be up by the roadside and also there's some um, like memorial um, stones as well dedicated to you know in memory of people but yeah, it's a it's a nice little zine. Um, it's a square one, so yeah, so it's eight by eight or two ten by two ten uh, in millimeters, if if that's your thing. But yeah, I'd like to say to Ian, thanks very much for that. Um, that was a nice surprise to get home to that as well today. And uh, you can read about Ian's um, how he how he went about getting this actual zine done going out and taking the photographs on his um website which is barnabynut.com i will leave a link in the show notes so you can find it from there and uh i think also if you're interested in in buying a copy he's got them for sale let me see yeah on his etsy store um so if you go to etsy and just look for barnaby nut you'll find that they're the zines are on there as well. Um, I'm not sure how many he's got, but it says at the m- this moment in time he's got them in stock. And uh, yeah, like I say, it was really, really nice of him to send the um, copy along. So, like I say, thanks again, Ian, for that. And you know, because Ian is the the man, the go-to man for zines. He he does put out quite a few, and they are quite interesting. So, yeah. Thanks a lot, Ian, and that's it for that zine.
obviously this was um, just a, a small episode this week, mainly to get the uh, review of the Pixel out, and obviously, like I say, Ian Zine, which came along. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. If you're interested in either item, the links will be in the show no- show notes to go along and have a look or purchase. Um, yeah, I think that's it for now. So just say thanks for listening. Um, you can see me at On the Streets Podcast on Instagram. Um, you can email at On the Streets Podcast at Gmail dot com um what else is there to say oh yeah my zines are still up at um MacCloud if you're interested um there'll be a link to that in the show notes and yeah i think that's about it i'll post up some pictures of the pixelator and some images um that i actually uh dsl-ard scanned um so you can have an uh, a look and see what they look like. I mean, they look exactly the same as they would do um, if I was using the neg carriers for an Epson scanner. But obviously, like I say, this is much more simple and easier to use. And you, because it's got the verticals, um, you can actually block out light for it. So yeah, go along, have a look, and that's it from me for this episode so once again thanks a lot for listening and bye for now